I'm Lauren. And I'm Cheryl. And on this episode of Lit Chicks Read, we're chatting Empire of Storms by Sarah J. Maas. I'm excited to chat this book. I feel like they book six. This book is, six this brings the sex. Yeah, <laughs> finally, <laughs> book six brings the sex, and it was it was a um, very wonderful wait, wasn't it? it? Yes. Yeah. This is my favorite book so far, though. Yes, it's like agreed. action-packed from front to back. I feel mm-hmm. it like really kicks in like right from the yeah. start. The action starts. Hey, yes, and. I didn't find myself so like in some of like uh, maybe well last book was really good too but you know in some where it kind of skips to other you know as you'll get like an Aelin and Rowan and then I'll go to Manon and whatever and so in this part we have Lorcan and I'm gonna say her name wrong again Elite Elite yep. yeah <laughs> I didn't find myself like like I was just anticipating each character's journey before they met up. You know what I'm saying? So you weren't, you weren't like, let's get back to Aelin. Yes. Like everything was good. Yes. I was really, um, I don't know. I was like on the, I mean, right up to the end. Oh, so yeah, this is my favorite one so far. I'm super pumped and I know. Okay. So wait, before we, before we, I'm just going to say something here before we get into this. So I had many, many a people in my DMs telling me I need to tandem read Empire of Storm, (laughs) Tower of Dawn, but obviously for the sake of this podcast and because I'm reading it in a purist format, I did not do that. Right. I'm, I just did Empire of Storms. I have no clue what happens in Tower of Dawn. So that is what we're doing here. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Like it would be too hard. Uh, The tandem read is an interesting idea and I want to do that at some point. I haven't done it yet, even though this is like my third time reading them, but it would just be really hard on this podcast because not everybody would tandem read and we'd have to like separate out yeah, like what was in each book. So I think it's just easier to do it this way um, to talk about it. But then if you ever go back and reread the series again, then you could do the tandem read. And if you're listening to us and you did do the tandem read, then yeah, you're just going to get Empire content just for now. Empire. I will say it. I know the I know Tower of Dawn is Kale and it, I'm going to I'm it, I I really just want to hurry up and get to Kingdom of Ash after how this one ends <laughs> You know what I mean? But yeah, um, one of our one of our friends actually DM me yesterday, I think, or the day before, and she had just finished Empire and she was like, what that cliffhanger? Come on now. And then she realized what Tower was about. And she goes, I'm just skipping over to do because I, I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, well, if you do that, like only go as far into it as you have to 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 like satisfy the cliffhanger curiosity. But like, don't go too far. You got to go back and re tower because then those characters are all going to be in Kingdom, but you won't even know who they are yet. So, did you miss Kale in this one? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I didn't. Although I do. Well, I didn't miss him. I mean, I am wondering what's going on down there in yep. the southern continent, which we don't get a map of, or do no, we? Get I know. Oh, you know what? Good question. I'll have to go and look at my. I know mine's um, down. Mine's downstairs. But um, I wish that um, I wish that as you went through the books and you learned about more of the areas, the map sort of like oh expanded. yeah, expanded. Yeah. I did reference the map a lot in this one mm-hmm. because there's so much. But 
No, I didn't really, I didn't miss him, but I do feel, I feel really sorry for him. I, and I am looking forward to seeing if I'm, I'm hoping he is healed yeah. in the next book. We'll they see. barely even talk about him. I think there's like a few little lines here and there. Like Dorian remembers him a couple times and uh, <laughs> and Aelin remembers him a Are couple times. Really but like he's him? very, very minimally in here. From my memory, we'll see once we get onto Tower next. But uh, from my memory, I think he thinks about them a lot more than they think about him. Well, granted, I mean, I don't know. I'm assuming his book is going to be pretty intense as well. But they have a lot of stuff going on in this book. So they probably just... They're in busy. their defense, I don't think they had much time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? So, yeah. yeah. Anyway. All right. So, we want to go through it? Sure. Want to just go well, start? I don't know. Where? How do you want to start? What, what, what was... Well, I want to... Let's start it with the um, the big reveal that Aelin and Rowan are indeed mates. Yes, they are. We've been wondering about this for a while. Mm-hmm. We've had these little hints. I think we talked about it in the last um, pod, but... Uh, yeah, they have been mates. Well, they've always been mates, but they right. realized they were mates. Uh, Aelin, when uh, she was in that fight with Manon on the big pillar temple thing, mm-hmm. and Rowan got hit by the arrow. Right. So that's right. when she realized it. Uh, but he's kind of been fighting it for longer. Well, right? but also, apparently, he was never mated with Lyria. Lyria. L- right. Lyria. Yeah. So they've, like, faked it like manipulated them to feel right think that it was a mating bond and it wasn't at all right so she like yeah fucked with him for centuries she's bad she's terrible. in case you were wondering i know i can't <laughs> figure out who's worse her arrow bit arabin Ugh, oh yeah well she's arabin. way more powerful so way more possibility i do love the name made, though so it's kind of like it's uh i know do you know what i mean i'm like I yeah wish the name i really didn't because <laughs> now i'm gonna associate yeah. maves with her <laughs> <laughs> you know how you do that. Poor Maeve. I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, not only did she fake that bond, though, she also, she was the one who sent those enemy forces, like, let them know where Lyria was. Right. So she also orchestrated her death and the, and the bit of the child she was carrying. So, yeah. Terrible. Yeah. I know. But uh, so, yeah, Rowan doesn't find out till later. Like the end. Um, like the end literally yes. the end of the book like even after they've gotten married right, right? which i did love that it's always I... like five steps ahead of everyone and i loved really seeing that play out in this book like with lysandra and then again you know getting married to rowan and like oh and how she kind of um again ansel this is why people need to read assassin's blade i felt like yeah that was just like and i love how right it was uh we might we might have been talking about it on a different podcast, right? This is where she's like, "Hey, bitch!" Right? Like, was it this book or was that Queen of Shadows? Uh, it's this one where she comes, where she arrives, and then she's like, "Who gave you, you know, permission to be using my name?" Okay, so we must have she, chatted about this. Like, yeah, it is. It's on time. page five, five okay. four. <laughs> so maybe we chatted so, on it. When so she goes, she goes, "Hello, you. bitch!" And Aelin goes, "Hello, yeah. traitor!" Yes, <laughs> I love this part, and that's why I'm like, "Ah!" Oh. And I so I said that to. I think our one friend who didn't read Assassin's Blade, I'm like, so you literally had no clue about Ansel. And it just like makes it that much better when she, they like reunite. But I love Uh how Aelin uh, basically like called in favors to all of these people that she's met. Again, Rolf, like all, all of these people, Mm -hmm. 
right? And she did. Every one of them is a story from yes, Assassin's Blade. Which is why yeah. you should read it. But uh-huh. um, I mean, it's there's really- one missing and that's what we're waiting for. In the yes. Next book. But I love how um, she did this. I mean, I know Adian's pissed off that she has. He's not- so mad. He's so mad. But I also <laughs> understand why she didn't say anything because, you know, she's protective. She's queen. She's protective of them. Right. As well. But and also I in case that. it didn't work, like in case they exactly. didn't come. Right. You know, exactly. She didn't want to be like a total failure if you know what I'm saying. So. Um, didn't get their love, hopes up. Right. I love that, though, how she calculated this out, sent these letters, all these things to make all this work, you know, and uh, yep. yeah, it just she's always, always five steps ahead. Love it. <laughs> I thought it was funny that like earlier in the book, she thinks to herself like that she's trying to be more open with her court, <laughs> but she mm. really does not <laughs> do it. <laughs> and then there's some there's this one part where uh, she's. I think it's Adian says something about like her keeping her plans to herself. And he's, she goes, but your faces are so wonderful when I get to reveal them. Yes. <laughs> yes. I watched that too. <laughs> that's a, that's right after um, Ansel arrives. And yeah, it is uh, Adian. It'd be nice to be included in just one of these schemes, Aelin. And I don't even think <laughs> she didn't even tell Rowan, right? No. Yeah. He's right. growling too. And she, it's like, oh, she knew they were pissed. <laughs> right, right. But it even says right here, so pissed that she hadn't told them about Ansel. But the thought of disappointing them, of failing, she'd wanted to do this on her own. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then uh, when she's alone with Rowan later, and he's sort of puzzling back, you know, like that she was dropping clues for Ansel, like that when she was dyeing her hair red yes. in, in the fighting pits and all of that, uh, it was... Partly because she was sort of disguising as Arobin for that whole part of the scheme, mm-hmm. but it was also for Ansel. And Rowan says, sometimes I wish I, I knew every thought in that head, each scheme and plot. Then I remember how much it delights me when you reveal it, usually when it's most likely to make my heart stop dead in my chest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Just so, so he's more accepting. Adian's more yes. just mad about it, especially the biggest plan that we find out near the end, which is that when Aelin knew that she was basically going to give herself up, she, you know, prepared by having married Rowan. So there would be like a legitimate king to watch over everything. And then had Lysandra planning to impersonate her for essentially her whole life. Right. And even like father children, get Adian to father her children. So then they would have like the features um, of Aelin's and and possibly pass. And when Adian finds that out, he's like, were you even going to tell me like, you know, or was I going to think that I was with Aelin? Like, it's just all messed up and we don't really get those answers. But yeah, because even he, remember we were talking about uh, before, I think it was the last book or even two books ago where Aelin finds out that there was that plan for her and um, Adian perhaps to marry yes. or yes. that proposal was sent or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know he, she was like, ew. And we find right. out in this book that Adian also is like, ew. ew. Yeah. Like we're like, <laughs> like she, yeah. he's like grossed out about yes. the thought of a union between them. Yeah. Um, yeah. That yeah. was a pretty big plan. Very, very much so. I mean, she, I feel like she, with that big plan, she's truly willing to do, everything she po- I mean I feel like that's that's the uh what, what's the word I'm looking for here like her role as queen like she's truly willing to give up everything 
sacrifice. Yes, yeah. sacrifice. That's the word for Terrison and her court yeah. and her people. Mm-hmm. Uh, even in a very, I mean, that's like a again a very strategic way. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? But uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, the just part where we, she figures it out based on mm-hmm. that riddle. I have to say that riddle is not my favorite. The nameless is my I price so, thing. When I text you, I was like, ah, uh, I'm confused here. Yeah, I felt like yeah, the, I, I felt like that, that still is. I don't fully get it. Just that she so um, nameless is the the you know since Brannon. Oh, the brand bastard born. Yeah, and then they had that mark that right, means right, right. essentially bastard born. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Brannon's whole line apparently is like sort of branded like that, but you don't like see it um so she is nameless so the price is her but right. i just found it like one of those i don't know it reminded me of that love riddle in akatara just like oh, oh yeah we're like oh love yeah <laughs> i get it Big yeah. fan of the you know but that makes- um yeah so the time when she figured out i think fenris says it because he's he's saying like mave would never go for whatever mm-hmm. you know nameless is her price and that's when it clicks and that's when she vomits She's puking and Rowan freaks out because he thinks maybe she's pregnant, but really yeah. she's she's just so upset. She calls Lysandra. That's when they like start making all the plans because she realizes mm-hmm. that she's going to have to sacrifice herself. Yeah. Oh, I can't even imagine like the. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, and uh, Maeve drops that knowledge that she is because we don't know at this point, we, you know, we know that Aelin has a lot of fey heritage, but mm-hmm. we don't know whether she's going to have a mortal lifespan or not. Right. Uh, and oh, Maeve like reveals settling. that her, yeah. yeah, Maeve reveals that she's going to settle in about five years and then could live for a thousand. So Maeve loyal. sees the future then? She, yeah, just says she like with her dark power was able to reach okay. out and see. So she knew Got it. Aelin was coming. She knew Aelin and Rowan would be mates. That's why she set up the whole thing with Lyria like hundreds of oh, years right. ago. Oh, right. Okay, that makes sense. Um, Do we to mess with him? And it was super weird, though, I thought, because she was like, that's why I kept getting trying to get your mother to bring you to my court. And so Rowan would see you and he would know. And I was like, but she was like a kid. Yeah, that was like it reminded me of like Twilight, like imprinting. Oh, right. imprint. On yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because we've had I mean, I guess not in this series, but in Akatar, people are like, you know, each other for quite a while sometimes before the mating bond snaps into place. So it was weird right. to me that she thought that Rowan would see a child and be like, bam, she's my mate, you know? Right, right. And then do we learn what the settling process is? Uh, we learn a little bit about it. Um, in the future? We Not in this book. Oh, and no, no, no. Like we just kind of got a little bit of the details in this book about what it looks like so essentially like they you know it can be quite um physically emotionally uh i don't want to say traumatic but it's like a big thing that happens and they can even lose their magic temporarily or whatever as they sort of adjust to it but essentially all it means is like it's the point at which you stop aging yeah it's like aelin thinks about it um but yes yeah um yeah i don't like mave no, I, I you know so what I was um not. the whipping at the end just reminded me of this oh Jamie in Outlander. Outlander <laughs> back yeah. to Outlander, but um that one scene where his back is basically just sliced to pieces and it's so right? gruesome. That's like all I could picture there. And 
I was so mad at her because she was like, you have to count to 10, but yes. until you count, I'm just going to keep going. I know. I was like, like do count, it, but she like just can't count. give in <laughs> yeah. even that amount to like yeah. to do that. But then, yeah, they put her in that iron mask in like an iron coffin and then mm -hmm. disappear with her. And we all we know is that she's maybe maybe not going to kill her because she wants to torture her. Right. She's not dead. Right. And she's yeah. going to let her um, her bad guy. What's his name? Um, Maeve's bad guy. Maeve's bad guy, Cairn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cairn. Um, Which yeah, I was so getting confused with Kane. I was like, wait. I know. And I yeah. was like, no, no. There's another letter there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, yeah. He was uh, promoted to replace Rowan after she kicked Rowan That's out. right. She does a lot of kicking out in this book. She, like, severs the blood tie with Gavriel and with uh, Lorcan as well. So, so speaking of them, we yep. get more of the cadre, right? In this yes, book. Yes, we do. Okay. Yeah. So Gabrielle and Fenris yep. still have Maeve's blood bond up until Gabrielle, you know. But up until the end, yeah. Right. But what's so interesting is they're very clearly on Aelin's side. Yeah. They're like working because they can, it's it's just like direct orders. Right. You know? So they're allowed to do stuff as long as it doesn't contradict the direct orders that they got. They work around it. And even remember when Lorcan is like at the that final confrontation on the beach, he she makes him hold a lead. Yeah. And he's saying to her, he's like, fight, like, I, you know, get away from me, like work around this, like get, you know, she's he's trying to coach her yeah. um, for how to you know, because he can't, he, they physically can't defy uh, one of those, a command given through the blood oath. They said it can kill them if they do. So crazy. Yeah. It was just interesting how they clearly, like, yes, they're, but, but Lorcan is the only one who, it seems like Gabrielle and Fenris would rather be rid of that bond. Obviously, Gabrielle yes. is, right? Yep. But, which was, seemed painful. Yes. But, but yeah, Lorcan does not share that view. No, he it says seems. he's been in love with Maeve since like the first time he saw her, and Which it isn't is until things start weird. to yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think he's uh, the, we get also um, more info on what Maeve, how she treats the her. I guess they're like her court, but okay. her cadre as as Aelin calls them. Um, so like Rowan, she sees as too close a relation. Because because mm -hmm. he's related through her sister, so he she never like takes him to bed, and then Lorcan we know wants to, but she mm -hmm. won't deign to do it. Mm -hmm. um, but we don't know about Gabrielle on that, and but Fenris essentially it reminded me of um, of Reese having to serve Amarantha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? That's what like, I thought. So too. she essentially has these dudes are like her ugh, slaves yeah. in all sense, including the bedroom. Yeah. And yeah. the whole story with Fenris being a twin and how it was like he did not want to swear to Maeve, but she got her hooks into his brother and was making his brother serve her in the bedroom. And so Fenris basically agreed in order to spare Connell. Yeah. So he agreed and then basically took over that role for her. Yeah. Yeah. So gross. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I really like Fenris. What do you think of him? I really like him too. Um, and I assume we'll obviously get more 
yeah, uh, coming up. He's, but I do. He's, he's the one very who's still with Maeve and Aelin. He's very funny. Yes. They have he's such like a uh, <laughs> Totally. There's that funny banter that he has with um with Rowan right near. Well, it's like a couple hundred pages in where they're like bantering back and forth. And Fenris says, like, how you even managed to walk with that much steel on you, Whitethorn, has always been a mystery to me. Rowan said smoothly, how no one has ever cut out your tongue just to shut you up has always been a mystery to me as well. And Fenris chuckles and he says, I've been told it's my best feature. At least the women think so. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. He's just kind of like that. Uh, I don't know. He's he's just funny. I, I really like him I, like, as a whole. And Boyo. I feel yeah. like he's like a, yeah, I call, they call him Boyo. I, I feel like he's like, I mean, he's still an immortal and he's still hundreds of years old, yeah. but I feel like he's sort of like a teenager. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. In like fake terms, you know, like, group. yeah. 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 <laughs> and uh, even Aelin says he has a stupidly perfect face. <laughs> <laughs> and I see what and you put can winnow. Yes. Yeah. So though, don't you think that's what that is? They don't use that term in this book. And he's the right. only one that can do it. He can do it over short distances and only a, a couple of times before the power is sort of exhausted. Um, but he does it. He does it to save people a couple of times in this book. Yes. Um, I think that's pretty cool. I it, I mean, it really it is winnowing. What else could it be? Right. We just don't it have is. that term. I, right. Here. Right. Even if it's not called that, that was exactly I was like, huh. OK, look at that. Yeah sensing yeah. some crossover you know yeah <laughs> and, but and he also like you you were saying that gavriel and fenris like really seem to be on aelin's side like fenris really like apparently we find out he even uh had offered to be the one to train aelin yes when she came to Doranel. yeah they um, joke about that too don't they him and rowan yes yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and the poor guy, I mean, his his form keeps getting taken. Number one, he's a twin. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so he already has like, a match. Yeah. And then his it, that stupid bloodhound thing. Oh, yeah. Um, takes There's his so shape. And then Lysandra does. Yes. <laughs> the poor guy. Yeah. He needs something of his own. I know. There's so many creatures and monsters in this book. Yeah. That was crazy. And it was the interesting. Bloodhound. How, yeah. But it was interesting how Manon was like, who the hell is this? <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? And, and they're, they're like, like, this is Fenris. You You've met her. And she's like, nope. Yeah. She's like, no, it's not. <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah, that was, but yeah, the bloodhounds and then the Ilkin and like, oh, oh yeah. Gosh, so all gross. these creatures. I just so crazy. But anyway, yes, I, I really love Fenris, but so he still has the blood oath. Yes. But Gabrielle, AKA uncle kitty cat. <laughs> Yeah, Adian's <laughs> dad. Adian was pissed when she said that, huh? She, yeah, <laughs> not so much because of the kitty cat, but because of the uncle. The part. Uncle, yeah. He, I think Adian is really like unfairly mean to Gabriel. Gabriel didn't even know he existed, right? And the reason right. that he left his mother was because she made him. She asked him to leave and like go far away and he did he went to like serve in, on another continent or the other side of the world or something for a while and so he did not know he had a son until Rowan told him uh and I don't know just like Adian's so like still sad and broken about the way his mother died that he is just blames it on him yeah I I, I feel like he's just a gentle soul that's mm -hmm. like even though it's, they're not they're all like killers you know it is you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, you know what I'm saying? Relatively. Yes, relatively. <laughs> um, but I feel like... It's like the peacemaker. 
Yes, he's the P that's a great way of of describing him. And I do just feel sorry for him. I feel like yes, Adian is being a little unfair, but I have hope that that will change. I I honestly think if anyone's going to help him change, it'll be Lysandra cuz her and Adian clearly are yeah, yeah you know, they have clearly do. He's really good right. with her. How he like you know, makes himself sort of be slow with her knowing yes. that, you know, he thinks like she might not want to man to touch her that way for right. a very long Give time. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll be interested to see if I hope they can repair. I mean, I know you obviously know what happens, but I'm hoping <laughs> that they can repair their relationship because I, I do feel bad. And now again, now he does not have that blood oath. So maybe that's kind of a start, right? I mean, He's we'll free see. to stay with them and, and right. do whatever he can do. Right. Yeah. But he does see, and again, like he cl very clearly, yes, blood sworn, but very clearly on their side of things and wants the best for them. Yeah. So, yeah. and obviously is very close with Rowan. So. Yeah. You know. They're like brothers in arms now, aren't they? You yes. Know. So I'm hopeful that that will, I think, I think Adian, Sometimes Adian just reminds me of like a disgruntled teen. Do you know what I'm saying? Like uh -huh. with some of his behavior and I, and I get it. It you know, I mean yeah. essentially they kind of I mean they're not too far off from that given their ages, right? But he's hasn't been able to find Aelin, just finds out who is dead. You know, I think he's probably just processing some things, but hopefully yeah. um and I think there's yeah. more in his background that we don't know. Yeah. Um, there's right. there's a line in where he's thinking early on he how could he explain what had been done to him what he'd been forced to do right. in those early years of conquest don't really know exactly all what that means in terms of what had been done to him well don't we get a part with him and lysandra talking and how she was saying that she was basically like arabin's whore yeah. and he mentions that he kind of had to do some of the same or I think that's kind of, might be the same part. Yeah. So I and I feel that that's why he yeah. understands her and yeah. can be so gentle with her. So I think they're a good match. And I think I'm I'm excited to see more of them and kind of their healing over, you know, the process of the next, I guess, together, not the book, but the book after that, you know, because, we'll yeah, really get them in the next book. Right, because it's happening at the same time right. as this one. Right. Yeah, it's it's that same part. So it's okay. like where they're sort of um, like fl being a bit flirty back and forth. Yeah. And then he's like, he knows that there's lions with her um, and that he won't push past, mm -hmm. not after what she'd endured since childhood. Um, and and then he adds on to that, like not after what he'd been through as well, that he hadn't to even told Aelin about it. How could he explain everything? And then he says, but flirting with Lysandra was harmless for both him and the shifter. So, yeah, they both need to heal. But he says at one point, he says he's going to marry her someday. He did when she was uh, healing from what, being mm -hmm. the, the sea monster or whatever it was. Sea dragon. Yeah, yeah which was pretty sea cool. Dragon. And they definitely are, yeah, they definitely, there's obviously that attraction and that kind of bond there. So, and I like yeah. that for them. I like that for them both. I just want everyone to be happy at the end. <laughs> so, I know. I'm hoping that's what, what we They're do. just like. I think there's a quote where it's like they're enjoying whatever this is. Yeah. They're just gonna like take their time and see where it goes. And yeah. 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 I love, love it. that. But yeah, I feel like Adian, uh yeah, he just gets a little disgruntled a little bit in yeah. this book. Yeah. Um 
What else? So Lysandra, speaking of Lysandra, I mean, mm-hmm. she's a freaking badass. Okay. Right? Love her. <laughs> Love her and her shifting. And she's like studying how to shift into or, you know, how to perfect her forms and all this stuff. Yes. And she is so freaking smart. And I love her. Love she her. really is smart. Like even early on, she's like speculating on um, Aelin's life and like how, you know, has have these gods been watching over her or have they been shaping her like into this tool? And uh, yeah, it's she's she's smart, smart girl. Remember when we didn't like her? Yeah, it seems like <laughs> or Aelin didn't like her anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Caltaine too, right? Like we right. get a few mentions of her here where like Dorian finds out that she sacrificed herself and that she sent the word key to um, Aelin. And he feels really guilty for how he treated her when, like way back when in the castle. Yeah. Yeah. But Lysandra, she just, she, I would love to see so much of her scenes as the sea dragon or whatever we're calling it. I don't even know if that's what it's called. Right. Is it the sea dragon? I think she, she called name? it a sea. Yeah. Sea dragon. Oh, yeah. Okay. And she was a sea dragon, but then she, um, improved on the form for her second time oh that's right like i loved to change the tail and stuff i loved reading that how she changed the tail to be more like this because of this and blah 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 and Mm -hmm. uh they're just so smart in that whole you know which boats were the ones to you know how they mark the boats and and all that stuff and i just would love to see all of that play out but she battle would be so dramatic on screen so dramatic but she really like I mean, without her, I don't know what would happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, they all play pretty integral parts, but hers is definitely in the top yeah. couple, right? Yeah. Like she seems even more, she's more powerful than like Adian. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that was just, I just love her. And so now, right, we're ending with her shifting into Aelin. Aelin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so and so now there's so many more allies that have showed up. So also, you know, we know Ansel showed up. Also, mm-hmm. the silent assassins showed up. Yes. Uh, they still have Rolf's again. crew. They now See, have the I house mean. of Whitethorn. Yeah. You know, that Rowan talked into turning. So a third of Maeve's fleet is was his family, yes. essentially. And he got them all to join yes, their side. Yes, he went to all of his cousins, right? That was yeah. yeah. He took some time, went to all of his cousins, and what did they say? Um they said they all said the same thing. The same I will thing. consider it or something. Yes, I will Is consider it? it or something like that. Um, yeah. So he right, he did all that. It was just the way all those allies showed up. Uh yeah. oh, and then 13 show up. Yes. I know. And then we get a Braxos and you know, everyone. Yeah. So just I would love to see all of that play out. I love that we get to see them again, and that's what I mean. If you didn't read Assassin's Blade, you're like, who the fuck are these people? (laughs) You know what I mean? Really? Like, you wouldn't know. So I love that. uh, What's his name? The guy that, the one that liked Uh, Ilias. Ilias. Yeah. The son Um, of the new master. Yes. So I loved seeing all of those people again. I also, Ansel's a badass. She cracks me up, too. So she's so funny. I like when yeah. there's um there's one part where she right after she comes and even where is it? Page five five nine. I have it marked here. I have so many. So I used orange tabs for funny bits. Oh, and like I have so many yeah. of them in this in this book. I should do but, so Ansel, tell me, uh, you have to tell me your tabbing method. I need a better method. Okay. Uh it's not very 
complicated, but yeah, I just try and use very <laughs> I'm probably different colors so I can yeah. easily, I can easily tell which is which. But so when Ansel arrives and then it, we find out she brought the horse that was uh, yes, Aelin's horse. Yeah. yeah. And then she's like, Ansel's like, you know, I rather enjoy pillaging. And it's because she had to sort of like make her way from where she was. And then... She shows she gestures to the ships around her with a broad sweep of her arm. Melisande's fleet is now our fleet, and its capital is now ours too. So she not only brought like her kingdom, but acquired another along the way. And then the last line of that paragraph is Manon Blackbeak burst out laughing. And yes. I was like, what? I know. I saw <laughs> that's not something I don't think we've ever seen that before. We've seen like little tiny half smiles and that's it. <laughs> right. But I think I so how did you interpret that? Because I was I kept rereading that and I'm like. Like, how did you interpret her laugh? Like her laughing? Uh, because she was so cocky towards Aelin. She was like, you know, we I brought all this stuff. And then she she says to Aelin, you're welcome. <laughs> and Manon laughs. So I think it's because a- I interpreted it that Aelin's always like that. And she's cocky or whatever. And then so now there's this other, like the whole, yeah. again, the whole, hey, bitch, hey, traitor. Like, <laughs> it's like this yeah. this girl group. And yes. they're all like. All of them, literally. They're yeah. all badass yeah women that yes have have a little bit of arrogance but i would agree in the best yeah (laughs) i thought it was just like funny how i think manon just thought it was funny how she was just like you're welcome yeah you're welcome yeah yeah i really loved seeing her again it would that was and yes i love that the horse and and all of that so again it just brought back uh the the story in and i that in particular was my favorite story in mm-hmm. the Assassin's Blade, I think when we chatted that we, I said that Ansel, I loved her time um, at with the Silent Assassins. I loved all of that, so it was just really fun to see them all come back and help her because she's been Aelin. She's made quite a name for herself, good and bad, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I feel like throughout this entire series up until this book, she has almost just been plotting for what's coming, what has now happened. And therefore is kind of like, right. Like, okay, well you're going to owe me at some point. Now you're going to owe me at some point. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like she's calculating this out in a way, whether she fully knows it or not, but I think she knows that at some point in time, it's going to come down to what this is. Yeah. She needs, she's going to need as many allies as she can get. Yes. So Um, she's just very, um, very smart in in what she's done so mm-hmm. i yeah and I some of those were like not her consciously thinking about it remember when she in assassin's blade saves the healer and yeah. it was just like a tug she felt this tug on like the you know we hear this from a few people that that feel yeah. this manon gets it as well i think we get it with the lead where they feel like sort of the tapestry of life and the world and they feel like a little tug on a thread and so they mm-hmm. get sort of pushed to to do something yes um that was one of those for her so i think it's i don't know if it's the gods that we find out are looking after each of them or it's their own internal like instinct i don't know well on that note we learned that elena mm. kind of kind of a cow <laughs> yes <they're> like... <laughs> yeah i'll say <laughs> i thought like i honestly i did not see that coming yeah and i'm kind of like wow you asshole what yeah, you know what really? i mean like, like you basically yeah, just like tricked a bad in. move yeah uh-huh. this whole time wow you know so yeah. she essentially has caused 
all of this shit that poor Aelin has had to endure, starting mm-hmm. from when Arobin found her. Yeah, like he he she was even the one who summoned Arobin, like yeah. made gave him a little tug to come and find. And Aelin actually died. Yes, there yes. on the the banks of the river, like that when she was escaping as a child. And Elena, like this is the one thing good thing she does. So she um she got the gods to let her take on a physical body so she and then she warmed and essentially resuscitated okay because yeah. she was hypothermic after spending the time in the water and then sent arabin was i guess the closest and so she knew who he what he was mm-hmm. and what would probably happen to aelin but figured maybe that actually be good for her like get those skills but it that also gave her a lot of pain yeah right? it's just like you um, you made it's just so crazy to me that she messed up when she was alive and now she's yeah. making changes from her afterlife <laughs> that have essentially screwed yeah. up for Aelin. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like in the yeah. introduction that we are in, like in her time, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and we like find out that, so it's her and her husband. And who's mortal, are they, right? Who's mortal. Yep. And she gives up her immortality for him, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Which is very like Lord of the Rings. Never Aragorn and oh, of course not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But but they they essentially so they they made this big lie that everyone has believed for the last over a thousand years, where they only trapped Aragorn and did not kill him, and sort of essentially put the put off the fight for someone else to inherit, which is just so messed up. So, yeah, like I guess yeah. they thought that they thought that they were just going to lose, and you know, it's like talk about passing the buck. Yeah, totally. <laughs> buck. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, we're going to lose, so let's do this, and we'll just pass the buck to the people who are alive after we're gone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And I guess she does have guilt for that, and she's paid yeah. a price yeah. for saving Aelin. Like, she has to give up her immortal afterlife, mm-hmm. so she'll just like fade into darkness, nothingness. Um, instead of spending afterlife with her love and family. Yeah. So she's paid a price, but uh, she also, I don't know. I mean, it was probably an impossible decision, but it just, yeah, the more I find, the more you read about her in this and then read about with her and Nehemia, yeah. that like even before Nehemia ever yeah. even came uh, to Otterland, that she knew like that that's she was going to have to give up her life. Like all of that so was great. planned from forever yeah. ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We talk about a slap in the face to Aelin. Yeah. You know, like I, yeah. yeah. Oof. My goodness. Yeah. I just had to touch on that. Ugh. Um, uh-huh. okay. So I love how your notes are broken down by person. Cheryl does a great job at taking notes at all this. I not so much, <laughs> but <laughs> in my defense, it's my first read through. So I know you're more yeah. eligible than I am. I, yeah. It's all, I always, I never take notes on a first read. I just enjoy the book. Yes, because I feel like it would be when I go back. That's when I would do it. So I appreciate you taking these notes. Okay, so uh, I'm I'm torn with who. Well, we chatted Lorcan a little bit, so Mm -hmm. we should probably talk him and a lead. Lead, and then I really want to switch up to Manon and Dorian. (laughs) So, (laughs) and also we didn't Um, really talk about. well, I mean, I guess we kind of we kind of talked about Rowan and and Aelin and that they're, they're sex on the yeah, beach, not everything. 
but sex yeah. on the beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Alid and Lorcan. So Lorcan and Rowan are like essentially both the two most powerful males in this yes. whole existence. Rowan is the most powerful full-blooded fae and Lorcan is the the most powerful demi-fae. Um, but he has like this death magic, yeah. which is pretty crazy. Um, and over the course of the book, like he initially goes after a lead because he can smell something on her. He right. doesn't know that it's the word key that she has, the one that Caltaine gave. Um, he doesn't know what that is, but he just smells something like the Valg smell on her. But uh, then over the course of them spending time together, that he really starts off like super cynical about love. He, like, thinks it's a waste that Rowan fell in love. Yeah. Like, love broke this perfect killing tool. Um, But then, you know, we start to get him, like, washing Elite's clothes, getting her new ones, making her dinner, helping her ankle with his magic, like, offering to kill uh, her bad uncle, all that stuff. Uh, And it's going the other way as well. So Elite, when they're pretending to be married, when they're, like you know, traveling. Mm-hmm. Uh, she sees him performing and they'll get that oiled, sweaty body, kind of get something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, and they yeah. they end up promising to like always find each other. She yes. get, promises him like a spot at Paranth. They have one like heavy makeout session before yeah. they're interrupted by an army of Ilkin. Yeah. So I still don't fully get him, Lorcan. I think that's fair. I think he's really torn. Yeah. But yeah, I just I don't I don't know. I still have a vibe about him that I don't quite like. But Elid, talk about she is a badass in this book. And I think she Manon is to thank for that, right? And I also love that she genuinely cares for Manon and Manon genuinely cares for her. We see that part where like they're finally reunited and they're they're chatting yeah. and all that stuff you know we see more emotion out of Manon this book but I she really she goes I mean granted she, I think she kind of played the part we know she played the part of like a poor little servant girl kind of thing yeah, uh, yeah. and she's a lot smarter than she's very smart and observant very observant but I love she had she's just really badass in this book, especially yeah. when, um, when the Ilkin are there and, and all of that, I don't know. And I love that she doesn't put up with Lorcan's shit <laughs> or anyone's yeah. shit for that matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's very, I don't know. She knows what she came to do and she's doing it, you know, and she's, that is her mission and no one's standing mm-hmm. in her way. And she's like, you're doing this and that's it. <laughs> so, yeah. Like and it. unfortunately, at the, it, like, you know, the, the, probably the reason you, you're not so sure about Lorcan at least part part of it is like he does kind of betray them yeah, towards the right. end, right? He yeah. like summons Maeve and he he does it because he's trying to save a lead. Right. Right. When he thinks that they can't win that battle. And, you know, so uh, but that does not none of that goes right. And no. uh, that kind of severs what's been growing between them um, because it leads like, she's like, I hope you suffer for the rest of your immortal life yes. and never happy and et cetera, et cetera. So at the end, he is like a total mess because a lead is gone with the witches. Yeah. Um. Well, they're going to be going to the same, they're going to be around the same area for a while, both on the ships, but, um, but yeah, she hates him basically yes. for that at the end. Yeah. She's yeah. not, uh... but I, again, you know, she's, she has a lot of courage. She's very courageous and confident, more confident in herself in uh, this book. 
So yeah. I did enjoy seeing that. I'm interested to see what happens. I'm interested to see if Lorcan comes, uh, is, uh, well, no, she severs, <laughs> right. So you said he's, she severs the blood oath with Lorcan too. Yep. Right. At the very so, end. Yeah. Right. So I'm interested to see, uh, what goes on there. You know what I mean? Yeah. There is more to happen for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, which leads us to Manon, Manon and Dorian. Although I will say, I feel like this book, <sighs> Dorian, Dorian, Dorian. I feel like so he doesn't talk much in this book, does he? Dorian, yeah, yeah, he doesn't talk a lot, but he's in a messed up place. I feel like he's sort of yeah. where we saw like Aelin at at the beginning of Air of Fire. True. Right. Like yeah. he, number one, he he did some bad stuff, or rather, the Valg Prince in him made him do bad stuff when he was collared, and so I think he probably has a lot of lot to work through on that. Then he killed his father. Right. Um. He's been banished from his kingdom. He has this magic. He's still just trying to figure out. Uh. He's still probably grieving Sorsha, and then he has these feelings developing for Manon. Which he totally makes sense to me because, well, A, she's like, he calls her the most beautiful woman in the world. And she's like, I'm not a woman. Yeah. She's <laughs> yeah. not human. Yeah. And he goes, which woman? As long as the parts that matter are there, what difference does it make? <laughs> yeah. He definitely is his flirty self that we saw like early with, on. With yes, with that's Ron. right. She brings that. She, he's like yeah. the most at peace when he's with her. I yes. Think. Talks the most. Yes. Which yeah. I which I do love. And I will say he does. It was pretty cool um, seeing him be able to, because obviously Rowan is training him on the use yeah. of his magic. And he does use it in a very interesting way. I mean, it almost seems like he has hands that aren't there kind of thing, right? Like with, yeah, he, he even uses that. Which was wow. useful in the bedroom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, that. Yeah, like, like when, when the witches attack, yeah, when the witches attack Rifthold, he like, shreds them yeah essentially yeah like sends like a blast of like wind and ice and he has cool magic it's the same that elena had uh that's how he got it through you know um her and gavin's bloodline right because gavin was his ancestor uh it's that raw magic that can just like can kind of shape it to do anything yeah which is really cool so i'm excited to see more of him and yeah. Manon. Yeah. So and Manon, I think Manon's a good pair for him because, yeah. as he says at one point, like human women are too breakable, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is a woman now, well, mm-hmm. not a woman, mm-hmm. a witch <laughs> that can take care of herself and she's immortal and, you know, she he doesn't have to worry that something like what happened to Sorsha is not likely to happen to her. Yes. I do love their pairing. A lot. It, it brings out a really interesting side of him. And like, her, I think, I like, feel. yeah, a softer side of her and a harder side of him, maybe. Yeah. 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 Probably, yeah. I guess that's a good way of because she's super flirty back to him uh-huh. and then kind yeah. of like challenges him, right? Like, mm-hmm. finish what you started kind of thing. She's yes. Kind of like, whoa, he him. like totally teases her eh, at mm-hmm. those first couple times. Mm-hmm. And then remember when that's when she's still like chained up in the boat cabin and then Aiden yeah. comes in and we, we find out he can smell the lingering scent of female arousal. Oh, man. I know. <laughs> I like the face senses when they can tell, like even when um 
when Aelin like is remembering the night yeah. with her and Rowan or the morning before when she was on her knees before him or whatever and mm-hmm. everyone's like looks at her like what are you thinking about it's the same in it, like Akatar her scent too, changes right yeah exactly like, smell the sex on them yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's very yeah it's very funny um but yeah they there's like some yeah doesn't she say something like that right she's like uh I think she says like finish what you started and he's like yeah. into her room, you know, and yeah. he goes, mm-hmm. you know, and he, how he demands her consent. That was really yes. interesting. I thought, and it's interesting for her because she like the first time that they actually do it, mm-hmm. uh, he's on top of her and she thinks like she has literally never in her immortal life had a man on top of her. And like in all the ways, like physically uh, during sex, but also like domineering her in a way you know like she actually likes when he gives her feelings she's never felt before to have a, a male that's powerful more powerful than her and have her uh, be able to yield that control and not have it be like a weakness as she's always thought but actually a freedom yeah yeah I have that I have their um that page marked just because Again, I feel like it was a lot of emotion from her that we don't really see. You know, she wants more. She, you know, she didn't care who she was, who she had been, what she had promised, you know, once as he moved, all these things. Like we just get more of her, just her, her emotions there. Um, Yeah. She wanted more, wanted everything. Yes. And, and then, and then I love how, I love how he, uh, was still still atop and in her <laughs> he says yeah this was supposed to take the edge off and then she she says and did it and he's like no not even close <laughs> yeah so they just uh and then he so says there's... we're not done you and i you know and I, I just um we don't yeah i mean i feel like dorian with magic right because i mean he had he obviously had magic before but it wasn't I feel like he's coming into it more in this book. Um, I don't know. Has kind of met his match of a person with Manon, you know, just even in like the playfulness and or just flirtiness and all of that. So I really like the two of them as a couple. And I'm really uh, looking into looking forward to seeing more of that. Yes. I yeah, am. I think uh, we're going to definitely see that develop. But then also, like you just said, he's, you know, he's fairly new to his magic, right? Yeah, so he's yeah. actually doing really well for how quickly he's mastering it, like with mm-hmm. lessons from from the really? others. Um, so it's going to be really exciting to see him develop as well, see where he can take that, because we know he has so, so much power. But he's, you know, he is even less than Aelin, you know, has less training than her they both have like the same kind of level of power or whatever um right but yeah and he, also he really need more time to learn how to use it like she had and also he's basically been the prince and now king so i also feel he was just very protected and didn't get to you know kale was like his guard right you know what i mean so he didn't he's kind of just has to sit there on the throne like he's not really like a yeah. fighter like a yeah, even physical training he didn't right. really have, that's what i mean which was kind of yeah. surprising yeah so um i feel like now he's yeah i i i'm i don't know, just like how that all happens but manan's story is interesting isn't in it book too it gets wild with her 
in here, right? So yeah, now we learn like, she's, is it Crokin or Crokin? I don't know. A, a Crokin, I listened again to the Crokin. audiobook pronunciation, okay. yeah. So now she's a Crokin queen. Yeah. Like she was like the product of the two lion sex, whatever, sex like S-E-C-T. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like her yeah. parents, her father was a, a Crokin prince. Her mother was a Blackbeak, Lothian, mm-hmm. we find out her name is, which is a very Tolkien-esque uh, name, which you won't know, but nope, it is. <laughs> Uh, and they conspired essentially to end the feud between their two types of witches uh, and break the curse on the lands. And so when her grandmother, bad, bad matron, found out she killed both of them yeah, uh, and and kept that from Manon and even made her kill her own half-sister. Like she knew it at the right. time. We didn't. Manon didn't. Right. Um, I like that symbol that she does where she um, takes so the the red cloak. Mm-hmm. She like just takes a strip of it to keep, mm-hmm. ties it on her hair, and then kind of like put, almost like gives a burial, like it's the best she can do, yeah, yeah. for that sister Rhiannon. Um, yeah. yeah. So we find out that I mean, there's huge potential there that yeah. she could be like, as Aelin is frequently described as the queen who was promised. Mm-hmm. Essentially, so is Manon. Yes, I yes, I and and I. I mean, they both realize that too. Like you have these two badass queens, you know? So, yeah. Um, I just felt so bad for her. And I mean, just, you know, she's so concerned about the 13s and, and she's so brutally attacked as well. Oh, right. She's by her basic, grandmother. Yes. By her grandmother. Um, and a Braxos bring. Yeah, and I, so oh, when he I, brings her. Yes. Yes. Them, like he brings he her to like they're good. And, oh yes. My. Yes, I know. He's just, and it was fun, right? Because wasn't he on the ship? And then I felt bad when she had to send him away. But um, yeah, doesn't Aelin make a comment uh, about what is he doing? He's doing something. Uh, yeah, he's like, he's basically just lying on the deck all the yeah, time, like except if he him. needs to hunt. But <laughs> she says something about like the, the sailors hate cleaning up after him. No, she makes, a, <laughs> yes, she makes a comment though about, uh, I don't even know. Just like like how he's like a big baby of an animal. <laughs> you oh. know what I mean? She makes she I yeah. can't remember what it is. She makes some comment. And it's really funny about how he's just like lounging there, like totally, you know, like he he reminds me of my dog. I'm not even gonna lie, because totally. my dog my dog is this big Rottweiler who looks yep. terrifying and he's so sweet. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's just like a big yep. love. And, you know, and that's how I picture Abraxos. (laughs) Me too. I also uh, have, is The NeverEnding Story a movie you have seen? Nope. I know. Uh, So Mm -hmm. in that, there's uh, something called a luck dragon. Oh, I think there are pictures of it. Yeah. Very much is like a, yeah, puppy dog friend. Yeah. That's how I picture Abraxos. Yeah. He's just, you know, smelling the flowers. He's doing something else like that on the. It's sad when she sends him away, but then he goes and finds the 13 and brings them. So actually that was good. Yes. Yes. I just love him. He's so cute. Isn't he on your shirt? You're wearing your Manon. Uh Uh-huh. I am. I'm wearing. Cheryl's um... wearing her Manon Blackbeak shirt from Caffeine and Curses. Is our Mm -hmm. code still good? Our code is still good. Lit 10. For 10%? I believe that it's lit 10. We'll put it in the um, comments. Oh, and I'm just um, noting, noticing it says world tour. There's a 13. What are the um, are yep. the names listed? It says, so at the top, it says the 13 presents Manon Blackbeak 
world tour and then it says featuring and it has all the names of the um 13 i love that so it says yeah featuring manon astrin sorrel vesta feline Fallon, or fallon maybe etta briar Taya, kaya linnea Gislaine, imogen and abraxos and then it says uh i'm trying to read this upside down number one hit from now until the darkness claims us and it has like a big it's just like a tour like a band I shirt style right yeah yeah i love it i absolutely love it i'll put we'll a put picture of it in the yeah. stories yeah. and stuff yeah. yeah yeah we'll put the code in in the notes love it yeah i do yeah. I, I need to get myself a manon shirt so i yeah i've been saying from the beginning right i've been so excited yeah. for you to get to know the witches i just yeah. i love them at, at the very end you know when a lead goes over to them and she's kind of brokenhearted because of what lorkin did and astrin just like lifts her arm mm -hmm. and she like comes in under it and like joins their circle yeah um of women i yeah it, so it all makes sense though because so the krakens you know after when that one dies and she says her peace to Manon, right? Before yeah, like you, yes. they made you this. Yes. So it's just interesting because I feel like as we've learned her 13, while they're evil, they're also not, you know, we get Asterin's story. Was that in Queen of Shadows? I think. Yeah. yeah. Right. So we get that and it just, I don't know. It's like this whole time I've kind of had a feeling like, okay, you're not as bad as you seem. Right. And again, she, I mean, they like lead. kill men. They kill a lot. They've killed a lot of people. Yes. They kill men. They toy with them and kill them. They like right. eat blood or whatever, you know, they're witches, but it's actually them like over the last couple books, it's act was actually them um, sort of bending before Manon did. Right. Cause they were yeah. like, how can you allow this to happen? The yeah. of the witchlings with the Valg. Yeah. They're like when, so when she finally decides to like, the final straw is that her grandmother is going to kill Astrin, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and that final straw where she's like, run, says to them, and then they go. Like, they are so on board to yes. do they want what out. she wants them to do. They're kind of just waiting for her to come yeah. to that realization herself. And how they give her, like, the queen salute. Yes, yes. At the end. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, they're, I, all, they're on the, all on the same page now that they, they want out of this terrible whatever the matron is planning and so now i'm interested to see again now where this got away to book i assume i'm yeah, assuming they're not in tower of Dawn. <laughs> uh i don't i i mean i really can't remember if there was like incidental mentions of the oh, people okay. in this book but they're not physically present no <laughs> yeah i gotta get reading i had a couple what did i i just finished the ha happy place and uh or, or true love thinking. experiment no i read that i had a oh I you read like, a couple of mysteries in between i think no no in, in between air of fire i think i read oh, i mean not air of fire empire of storms i'm looking at my good shadows i'm looking at my good reads because i have them all hold on or maybe you're so good with that i i really don't oh, no. keep up just... my good reads very very well only well, when no, my kindle prompts me you have a note i have a note yeah i physically write them in my notes but then only I can see that unless I post it. But okay. like, you know, on your Goodreads, then all everybody else can can see what you're reading as well. Well, so, so the reason I, I do it is because of the challenge. So last year I didn't get to my 100 books challenge, but I'm really hoping I can this year. I was close. Yeah. I didn't. Um, I'm at 31 of 100 books. I'm one book behind schedule, but that's 
you know, again, these are like longer close. books. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Are. So maybe I yeah. just stopped and read Happy Place. So now I will start Tower of Dawn. But um, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to want to hurry up and get through that because, you know, chop, chop, Kale, chop, chop. Yeah. <laughs> I see what happens. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm liking this new Manon. Let's put it that way. And I'm really liking yeah. her with yeah. this new Dorian. So, mm-hmm. and now, okay. So, uh, so speaking keys, of, go ahead. I was going to say, speaking of couples that we love together, I just want to say that we talked about her, that we just mentioned like the sex on the beach. Oh, yeah. I just found it so funny. All the lead ups to that where he's Mm -hmm. like, I won't take you against a wall the first time. And then like not and it comes up again, not in a pool, not against a chimney, like all Mm -hmm. these things. He's like, I'm not going to do it here. I'm not going to do it here. And then it finally happens on a beach. I'm like, why was that so much better? I know. I know. (laughs) I do. Their whole uh, their their bond is just so, so special. Oh, so yeah. And I like the bit. Enjoy where, your ride. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love her. Enjoy your ride. And then we finally do get the wall. We do. That was a good one. Uh huh. That's a good uh-huh. one. I love um, that. Yeah. I really enjoyed. And uh, there's a one line. I think it's the same The same scene as the wall scene um, where Aelin's thinking, uh, would it ever stop the wanting? Because she like wants him so intensely. And that just, that's like a literal, I think pretty sure it's exactly the same line or very similar in I was Outlander. Say, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. going to say, I feel like I've heard that line before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it reminds me also of what was happening with Manon and Dorian because he said after their first time, he's like, that was supposed to take the edge off. And she's like, not at all. No. It didn't at all. Right. So I feel like that's sort of a indicator of okay, more. Which, <laughs> yes. Now, are there mates only between Faye? Um, or can you not answer that yet? I'm no, I'm just trying to remember. Like, are Dorian and Manon potential mates, or is that not a thing? Yeah, I don't think it's a thing. Okay, in okay. the same way. Okay, not in the terms of like the mating bond that we okay. know of. However, I think they would have. There's potential that they have whatever the equivalent would be. Got it. Okay, for people. <laughs> and witches <laughs> got it got it hmm. okay okay yeah um i like the part where there's a there's a mention that between them like between manon and aelin like we get all these connections between the two of them that we didn't have before like how the eye of elena is actually the same thing as the three-faced yes. goddess that the witches believe in yes uh, and how between the two of them they're both um they represent like all the three species <laughs> that are in their world right like mm-hmm. fae human and witches um they're both queens from like ousted queens like there's all these little parallels that are drawn between them and then we find out dorian figures out that riddle uh that that it's the two of them that are needed to touch that witch mirror Oh yeah, and, like, yeah, get transported where they actually get the whole, watch the whole story of how things went down and what they need to do and all of that. So yeah, kind of interesting that it's sort of like the both of them were needed and there's connections there, mm-hmm. and they felt it right. Like remember yeah, when yeah. Uh, they were fighting on that pillar temple and Aelin could have left her there, but she felt that tug and felt like she had to save her and did and. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, I feel like it. the two of them are just gonna like take over the world with Dorian and Rowan. They could, they could, for good or evil. Mm-hmm. Good thing we, I know. <laughs> we, we, I'm pretty sure we know which way that's gonna go. I know, I know. 
I'm excited. I'm excited. And that's yeah. what's so funny. Like, I love the Aelin and Rowan relationship part of things, obviously, in this book. But there's just so much that, again, like, I wanted more Manon and Dorian. Like, I wanted to see what was going to happen with Elite and, you know, and the witches and all this, you know. So um, I know we didn't really, like, hold on to Aelin and Rowan during this podcast for a long period of time. But it there's just, like, it was just so good. Like, everyone's story was so phenomenal in this book this is by far my favorite one of the whole series but also i I agree with that things like so to to this point right i I know that kingdom of ash is my favorite all in all so we'll have to see if it's yours once we get to that one but but yeah to this point for sure empire empire is my second favorite of the whole series okay i mean that makes sense like if i think of akatar silver flames is like i go back and forth between that and a court of mist and fury yeah right flames is honestly like way up there uh um, i know like this one just had so much good um like there was so many battles fights and battles yes. and things like that but there's also so much good character stuff that is happening um and i i also just think it's like has so much of the humor and i really love that like even like in the very beginning how like aelin and rowan are getting cock blocked by like <laughs> the little folk. yeah the little folk are like watching them as they're journeying through the forest um like there's just so many funny little moments that i and you know i love those yeah um yeah, yeah. i and i'm looking at i'm looking more at uh at your notes here but yes there's just there's just so much and yes i i will say for a book that's as intense the those funny moments really do like take that edge off a little bit and so that's that's what i think i love the most i love everyone's personality and how they interact so i really enjoyed that i enjoyed the banter between aelin's whole group and even manon when they come in you know yeah so and aelin um, towards like remember when she um she shows up in rolf's cabin (laughs) she like Call that there's that whole tricking Ever thing with Lysandra and like you know where he learns that Aelin is Selena, mm-hmm. uh, and she calls him his pirate his pirateness. Yeah, and then like she's like, "You hate me, I hate you. We both hate being told what to do by busybody overloading empires. It's a perfect pairing." <laughs> I also love how her um her barbell is like on the wall of. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He's been using it for target practice. Yeah, that's what I mean. I feel like if you didn't read Assassin's Blade, you wouldn't understand just how much he hates her. Yeah. (laughs) So, oh, it's that. Oh, my gosh. Very, very funny. So but he comes um, through and they make a good deal. Right. And we find out about this Mycenaean peoples that um, he's like the heir to who have essentially disappeared for all this time. And the prophecy said they would return when the sea dragon did because that was like their symbol. And so mm-hmm. Lysander made that happen. Yep. <laughs> she did. That really did. fired them all up to fight. So she, yeah, they still have him as an ally. Oh, and we didn't even mention um, Galen showing up at the end. So Adian's relative, the crown prince of Wendlin, who had refused his, Wendlin had refused aid to Terrison 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but he shows up with like a massive army. Like when they ask how big it is, he just kind of like, smiles <laughs> and it's just mm-hmm. like sails after sails after sails coming yeah. uh over the horizon and we find out that that was another one of the notes that Aelin sent out and it was basically like you know pay up you owe me because yeah. like I fought f- for everybody for your people in Wendland yeah and he, he shows up yeah oh we also find out 
that Erewhon is no longer in the Duke's body. Right. He's now like a young hottie. <laughs> He's like blonde <laughs> yeah. and yes, <laughs> a young, yeah, he's just, um, yeah, oh, I know. Yeah. He's and we just... find out a little bit more about his history, just that he, and he was one of three Valk kings that invaded their world at like the dawn of time. And this is sort of like the third rising, yeah. you know, like it happened at the dawn of time and then he was defeated by Maeve and Brannon. And then, like, a thousand years later, that's the battle with Elena and Gavin. And now it's, like, a thousand-ish years later. And here he is again. So and she, that's freaky when he, like, speaks to Aelin through the overseer's body. Remember, oh, yeah, like, through, really... like, his blown-apart yeah. body? Yeah. There's just eyes in there? Oh, it's yeah. weird. Now, okay, here's where I just get a little... I feel like I need a family tree. Yeah. So I bet Maeve... someone's made one. Should have Maeve a look. And... Oh, you know what? I know. Instead of trying to figure this out, I should just Google, right? Let's see. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, what so, would be, so what we would know be? that Maeve had two sisters. We talked about oh. that before. Throne of Glass family tree. That's literally what I'm going to put in. Family. Yeah. Look at that. Throne of Glass family tree. Okay. So hold on. Now we just have to make sure it's like accurate, you know? Yeah. Okay, so we have... So Maeve doesn't have any offspring that we know of, but she had two sisters. One of them um, is like Rowan's ancestor, and one of them is Aelin's ancestor. Wait, hold up. I just got very confused with something. Okay, hold on, wait. The Galathinius house. Okay. Yep. Brannon and yep. Mala, yep. Firebringer, right? So yep. there... So that is... And Mala is Maeve's sister. Mala is Maeve's sister. Okay, Yes. So then they have Elena. Yeah. And there's they a- had many children, but yeah, Elena yes. is one of them. Okay. So yeah, yeah. Elena, and then she marries Gavin, who's a human. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And he's a Haviliard. So same okay. line is that's the line that Dorian descends from. So then Orlan. Well. Yeah. He's uh Aelin's great uncle. Aelin's great uncle. Yep. So he was the one ruling at the time that the king of Adderlin like just like got rid of magic and took over the whole continent. And we don't know um, who and his he had are. one of who Brandon. Orlan's parents are. No, I don't think it's important. It's one um, of Brandon Orlan's kids, basically. Oh, with I think many, many in between. Because we're talking about they are like I mean, there's there's gotta be lots of Lots in between because Bra- um, Gavin and Gavin and Elena is like a thousand years ago. Okay, and they aren't living those um, long lives. So the descendants of Brannon, because Mala became human, well, mortal, mm-hmm. to be with Brannon, um, mm-hmm. the their descendants have only small amounts of Fey blood. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they don't live those like immortal fae lives, right? But Aelin has more because her mom was also a demi fae from the Ash River line. Okay, right. So that's where got so it. So that's okay. how May that's how Aelin is like more powerful than most of her family. So if she had had if she had had siblings, they probably would have um, okay. been the same. But that's why she had she actually can shift into a fae form, um, and is going to settle as we find out, right? So the Ash River um, House. So, so Mabe is Mab is Queen of the Fae. And then there's like two question marks. I mean, I get I'm just going by 
whoever made this. So Adian's mother. Yeah. So Mab is Mab is another sister to Maeve. So the three right. M, the three M names, right? And Mala. Um, and she Mala, and May, Maeve and Mab. Matt. Yep. Okay. Got it. Yep. And so Mala, like the Ash Rivers are descended from Mala. So that's where, so Aelin has it, gets it from both sides, right? So her mom was an Ash River. Her dad is a Galathinius. So mm-hmm. Galathinius. So that's why she's like super powered because she's getting it from like two both. signs, like both, both Mala and Map. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And her, so her uncle Orlon, who was king at the time of conquest, he had a lover who we meet in this book, and he's just kind of a jerk. <laughs> he's like ruling Terrison and doesn't refuses to even acknowledge uh Aelin as queen. Um, so that's right. something to still be Darrow? figured out. Yeah. Yeah, he was a dick. Yeah. So he was, yeah, so he was Orlon's um uh, what's the word? Uh not concubine, um, the word when it's uh consort. Oh yeah, right, right, right. Okay. King consort. Hmm. Um, I, mean, I can't yeah. feel really good. I love how I put Throne of Glass. Well, we don't have, I think, a I lot of like the, uh, like I'm not looking up like the British family. <laughs> oh, like, <laughs> like real, real people? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, not, not even remotely the same. Okay. But so then the Haviliard, right. So Elena and Gavin. So essentially Dorian and wouldn't that make Dorian and Aelin cut that their cousins? Wouldn't they be? Well, they um, but like probably like 30 generations super separated. Distance. Right, right, right. Okay. Super, super distant. Just like her and Rowan are right. related, okay. but like so, so distant that yeah. it doesn't matter. Right. Um okay. because remember these are mortal lines, right? Like they descend oh, yeah. from Faye, but they're mortal lines. So there would have been like so many generations in between. Yeah. Okay. Gavin and Elena to work to the people that we know now. Yeah. Many, many. Oh, so much. So many, yeah. there. And just people, so many, those people, he, we don't hear anything. We about. won't know. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. Ah, oh, that's a lot. All right. Well, I think that's everything that's in this book, right? Like we pretty much, I mean, we touched on, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, there's so much. We good. I think a pretty good overview. I just, I just love yeah. the battle scenes were super cool. I'd love to see all that play out. I know I keep saying that for like everything, but I love, I would love to see Me stuff too. like this on screen. <laughs> just, yeah, and we agreed. mentioned before we came on here, um, the back of this book, you get Aelin with her tattoos over her scars, which are very yeah. similar to um, the tattoo. Paris? Uh, Yeah. What do they call it? The um, bond? Yeah, the bonds. Fira? The yeah, yeah when they make a deal, yeah. like, and they get the yeah marks of bargains that mm-hmm. Farah makes in Akatar. We get, um, you know, tattoos show up for those. Yeah, it is kind of similar. It's beautiful, but then we find out at the end of the book, like that all her back was just in shreds after that whipping. Ugh. Um, I know. and she was loaded into the iron box. So, I know. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna get Reed and Tower of Dawn so that we can fly through that, and then we're gonna have to Kingdom of Ash is gonna be. Oof, that's a long one. <laughs> that's gonna be a long one. We're probably gonna have to split that one up. Yeah, because so. and it might so, honestly, so it might take me a little say. longer. We might have to have a couple of episodes in between that. Yeah, everyone's gonna be reading along with you, right? So I think right. that's fine. Those who we, are reading, yeah, 
yeah, oh. those who are reading will um, need that time too. So such a good series. And then when we're done with this series, are we going to go on to Crescent City? Well, I think we are, but not to tell, like, we're going to wait a few months, I think, right? Otherwise, we're going to finish the second one and have a big break. Yeah, I know. I feel like we're going to have to time that out. One in November, one in December, one in event, three in January. Yeah. I think that's what we got to do. I think so, too. I think that's what we're going to have to do. Because I know I we get messages all the time saying, are you going to do Crescent? We do. Are you going to do Crescent? Yes, we will. Yep. (laughs) Yes, but right. We want to wait because I know there's like a big cliffhanger, which I already know of. I think you already know of it too, because it's, it's been spoiled at this point. So yeah, I definitely want that third. Yeah, we won't. Yes. So, oh, cool. All right. Such a good one. So in the show notes, we'll definitely, um, I'll put the link again and the discount code for, um, Caffeine incursions. We are loving. Uh, It's also in the links on our Instagram page already. So you can already go in our highlights for links and you'll find it there. I feel like I uh, I just want one of everything. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I love her Fireheart Festival one. I love the Tyson. Um, and I all, oh, I love the yeah. Whitehorn shirt, the one that's um, almost like a, uh, what do they call, what do they call this style? It's like um, almost like a washed black but I love it because oh, okay. it says to whatever end. Do you know what I mean? It's like, and I love, yeah, I love yeah. this stuff because like you don't know unless you know. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's kind of like a, I love that too. I don't know. I wear these shirts out in public. Like I am literally wearing these shirts on repeat. Like this is not like an ad. Like yeah, <laughs> or no, I do too. We just I love usually it. have my sweatshirt, um, my Valeris. But I'm like, I'm dying for someone to recognize it. No one has like hey. been like, hey, I know, I know. Well, I want to find my you. people like out in the world. I told you it was fun <laughs> when I was in uh, Mexico and I was reading Queen of Shadows and one of the activity coordinators was like, that's the best book. And I was like, oh, Sam, you know, it's yep. just like, it Love really it. like, you're like, you, you get me. <laughs> so I know I'm waiting yeah. for someone to notice <laughs> it. So. But I know there's so many, like, I love the Terrison, the green, um, sweatshirt. Yeah. I feel like I'm struggling I'm looking at that right out. now. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, I, we really just want... need one of everything. I know. And then I also <laughs> love the Valkyrie, you know, like, again, it's just like a little inside. Uh-huh. It's almost like having an inside joke that, you know, no one, yep. Pat, it's so funny. So my husband loves anything with skulls. And so I was, I always wear my bone uh-huh. sweatshirt and he's like, that's a badass sweatshirt. And I'm like, it is, but you have no idea what it means. And therefore you cannot wear it. <laughs> so, you know, what I mean? oh. like, I'm like, you can't, you have to understand <laughs> you get it. it to read. <laughs> he will. Yeah. Not. He will not read. He will not even no. though he would watch, no. but he won't read. Oh, and right. that was the other thing. I love the Terrison national park mug. She's got so many great things on here. I swear. And right. It's like not, this is not like a, like we legit not being paid to say this. It. No, we're not <laughs> we're being paid like to say it. it at all. I just love it. Oh, and she, I didn't even see she has a Fireheart Festival notebook. I should get that as like a. There's a whole bunch. Yeah. You can get it in a mug. Um, oh, fun. Sweatshirt, t-shirt. Yeah. I have the t-shirt. I'll be wearing it. That'll be the appropriate one for me to wear for our Kingdom of Ash recording. Which one? The Fireheart Festival? Yeah. Okay. I know. It sort of like sums up all the big characters throughout the whole series, Mm -hmm. you know? Okay. Okay. Um, Yeah. It's again, it's very much like this one in that it's like a sort of a concert tour, like band tea style. And I'm sure when we read. It's Lollapalooza or something. It's like a music festival. I'm sure when we read Crescent City, we'll then want all that merch too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, do I I already like, uh, I've, 
I did actually look at Crescent City merch when the for when I first started because you know I did actually start Crescent City one right, mm-hmm. um, but then I stopped because I wanted to be able to read straight through. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I know like there's a store called Griffin Antiquities, um, and there's some really cool merch around that, and I love it because one of my sons is named Griffin, so I'm definitely getting merch with um with that on it. Is it? Oh, there's a few Crescent City. It's Crescent City, yeah. Oh, hold on. It's it's a store that she works at in. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, I see, I see, I see what you're saying. Cute. So I know I'm gonna get something, some stuff with that on it once we get into yeah. The once we get there, this is a yeah. cool Rowan Whitehorn shirt. There's so many, but obviously, like this White Thorn, Thorn, White Thorn. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> white horn. You white horn. <laughs> um, they're so oh, this is cool. Oh my goodness. Have you seen no, okay. I might have to buy this to print it. Um, I just clicked on an Etsy shop that says Anatomy of the Wings. And it's like uh like a download. Oh, cool. That's really cool. Hold on. I gotta save it. Oh, wait, am I not signed up? Remember, I don't think we talked about it on here, but one of the other pieces that I have from Caffeine and Curses is uh, I have like three Akatar pieces. And one of them says on the bottom, it's like, for more information, go to www.wingspanmatters.com. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, wait, I just found the coolest shop. Okay, hold on. Oh, it's like, send art- it over. It's like art. Hold on, I'm going to text you right now. It's like artwork. But all representative of, hold on, wait, this is really cool. I feel like I just need like a book wall in my office. I love this Fireheart print. There's a Starfall Festival, the Serial Tea House. There's a Valeris. I mean, there's also like other stuff too that's not related to books. Officially licensed SJM prints. Yay. Goodness, look at that. Okay. To take a look at, hold on, to the stars who listen. If you could rattle, mm. this, oh my gosh! If you could rattle this, you could rattle this. Yeah, stars. rattle the stars is from this series. To the stars that listen, yes. I like my book spicy. Mm, yes, we do. Um, we don't let the hard days win. Oh, mm. I love that. Oh, there's a Griffin Antiquities one. Oh, you should get there that. There you go. Right, get that. So fun. I'm gonna. Um, there's a Terrison. There's like, this is really cool. Okay, we'll all... have to link this sh- this shop too now. Because <laughs> everyone's going to be listening going, I want to gonna... see it too. I know. Um, this is real. Oh, okay. Um, what does this one say? Oh, no, that's from. Okay, from Blood and Ash. Whoops, that's not. Yes, that's a separate series. Not Sarah J. Maas though, right? No. Okay, no. everyone loves that too. Hmm. Yeah, I read it. Okay. I liked we'll book one. I read book two and I liked it, but a little less. And then by book three, I really was just trying to like find out what happened. Um, I see. And so, and then I stopped. So I, it started out really strong for me. And then it was, I don't, I don't, this is a while ago now, so I can't exactly remember pinpoint what it was, but, um, but there's a lot of fans. It has a lot of fans. Yeah. Okay. This is really cool. I do. I feel like I need a, a, a book like wall in my office you really should you have if you have the space for it you should definitely I do or like not even even if it's not a wall like I feel like I need a uh like I want to make a like 
almost like a pin board poster board almost. Yeah. Like, it's like mm-hmm. all of my, look at, this is a cool. Yeah. Cause then you can change it out too, as you find oh. new cool stuff. Exactly. Look at this cool. Um, Siri is talking on my, nope, sorry, Siri, go away. She's talking on my watch. Hold on. I'm going to send you this too. <laughs> I love this shirt. Um, I do. I want to make like a book. Actually, I can probably do it behind where I'm sitting right here. I want to make like a yeah book wall, book something, and just have- that'd be a great backdrop for us to look at um, if we uh, start to share this video. Oh, um, now you got me thinking. Where can I? Get yeah, that? turn your recording station so that like I could that I could turn you. it around. That's true. Mm-hmm. I could. Right or now, I, we're looking I, at Lauren's. Um, do you call that room your office? Is that I'm your in office? my office. It's very yeah. Uh, it's messy right so now. So right now we can see like uh you know. The whole view yeah. of the room, basically. So I'm assuming you're facing a wall, but if I you am. Like, sort of, yeah. So if you turned uh, the way you record, so we could see all the cool I could, stuff you actually. end up putting I could together. Literally, just pull this desk out and just flip my computer around, and then it would all work out. Yeah. So I could. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'm gonna have to dip buy some of these digital downloads and like make a, you know, um, make like a board dedicated like, yeah. to my favorite books. All right, love it. Gonna do it. All right. I think that wraps it up now that we've just went on a total tangent. We're going to have to link all of these yeah. though because I- We really... will. And why don't we like, we'll bring this back uh, as well by saying, now you show us yours. So <gasps> if you have like a cool shop that has um, bookish merch, either you have it or you shop from one, uh, share it with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe on the post, Instagram post for this episode. Yeah, when we post it. Um, if you have a gallery wall like what we're talking about here, or a bulletin board or something with a lot of cool bookish art and different things like that, maybe yeah. post it on Instagram and tag us in it, and we'll so we can see. Totally want to see it. Absolutely. I want to see what Give other people are doing. Ideas. I know. Yeah. You know, now I'm. Uh, oh, look at the fairest. Yeah, I love gonna fairest be online tattoo. shopping for a while. I love Fairest <laughs> tattoos so much that yes. I actually get that tattoo not where she I got it. it I got it as a temporary tattoo I haven't did used you it yet, but where, yeah how big where are you going to put it I'm not it big size? it's not big oh. it's not it's not my full back it's probably like five or six inches but it's okay the yeah phases of the moon I literally yeah. want that it's just a matter of figuring out where is that weird? Yeah. No, people get book tattoos all it's the time. It's not weird because it's also, it's not, that's not book specific either. Like we have a moon with phases. Like that's a very common um, symbol, I would say. Uh, like I have a bracelet with that on it and it has nothing to do with Agatar. It's just like from a shop that had cool stuff like that. Um, and so I think it would be really cool if you didn't want to do like your whole back. I would like, yeah, I think it would look really cool, like at the top of your, like along your neck or between your shoulder blades, maybe something like that would look. Mm, that would be cool. really cool. Huh. Yeah. Or even like on a finger or something, you know, like down the finger or around it, like a ring. Cool. That could look cool. There's so much. I know. I still want to get, I have body two art. tattoos, but I do want to do, I do want to, I love like the look of a dainty one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. In yep, certain same. areas. I just haven't made that. Yep. It's obvious. I have a hundred percent seen people with fairest tattoo. Yeah. Interesting. I'm gonna have like to- not in real life, but. Right. 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 I, get <laughs> <laughs> I get what you're saying. Oh yeah. Right. Cool. All right. Yeah. I think All right. that's, that wraps it up again. We've went to wrap it up a little tangent now. So uh, we'll link everything in the show notes. Um, we have some fun. Yes. We have some fun, fun uh, stuff coming up. 
So yeah, stay good tuned episodes for that. and good collabs. Awesome episodes, awesome collabs. And I'm going to get reading on Tower of Dawn and then, but we'll have, we'll have a book uh, in between. So yes, stay tuned. You guys know where to follow us. Please send us some book inspiration, book wall inspiration, whatever it is that you guys do. We'd love to see it and we'll chat with you soon. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.